all the real heads should be yelling. All the DJs should be playing. All the MCs don't be hating. We spit fire, that's why our tracks be blazing. Hey yo, I snatch your spine out and hand it to you. All right, hello, hip hop heads and horror fans. This is your host, Seven Octobers, here with another episode on Nightmare on Sedgwick Avenue podcast, uh, season two, episode three. Today, I'm very excited uh, to bring along our special guest. Um, he is a director and producer, uh, Luis Iga Garza, um, who just directed the movie Murder in the Woods uh, that stars legendary Danny Trejo and a lot of uh, an all Latino cast, uh, which is, I believe, the first uh, film horror film that does this. So without further ado, I'm going to bring him here on the screen here. Hello, Luis. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? Good, good. Thank you for, for joining. Me. Hey, thank you. Um, so uh, without further ado, we'll go ahead and um, get started. Usually what I'll do is the intro. I'll have you like tell us a little bit about yourself for those that might not know who you are yet. Um, where you're from and how you started like filmmaking, directing, and how long have you been doing that? Okay. So I grew up, I was born and raised in Mexico uh, in the north part. It's called Saltillo. It's close to Monterrey, about three hours from the border in Texas, Laredo. Okay. Okay. So um, then since I was a little kid, so I was like seven years old, when I saw Star Wars, you know, I fell in mm. love with, with, with the make-believe aspect of filmmaking, uh, especially I used to, I grew up building models um, and just seeing that all the, the movie was made all with models. Yeah. So it just grabbed my attention. So since then I wanted to be a, a filmmaker. Okay. Um, and yeah, and then I came to the United States, uh, when I was 17 and I finished high school here and then ended up going to college here and yeah, and then uh, I was able to fulfill my dream of going to USC in 20, I started 2011 and I graduated in 2015 oh, okay. and yeah. And then since then, um, you know, it just been, we shot this movie in 2015 Okay. Uh, but now it's getting out because, you know, it's, it's an independent film. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a very low budget. So we, you know, it, that's, that's how, that's how long it takes to get an independent project off the ground. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's a long so, time. <laughs> yeah, especially like, you know, this, the distribution aspect was the challenging part because a lot of studios didn't get the, the movie, Okay. Um, you know, so. And who, um, who was your distribution for this one, for this film? I ended up doing it myself. So oh, I opened okay. uh, I opened a distribution company and I learned the whole theatrical distribution business, and um, um, and the digital distribution business as well. So uh, my be before I was a filmmaker, uh, I had uh, uh, about ten years experience in in uh, marketing and advertising. So oh, okay. that's what I did for undergrad. So everything okay. you see of the movie, the graphics, the poster. Mm -hmm. uh it was done by me oh wow um, that's pretty cool so, yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, that's cool that's interesting um and um you obviously mentioned star wars that's like one of the films that kind of like got you into filmmaking but um is there anyone like uh, besides that like anybody in specific or like any movie uh, besides star wars that got you to fall in love with like cinema well uh well i mean since then i mean all the all the ones with the visual effects like another like in mexico i used to watch el santo Okay. Uh, a lot of El Santo movies, and I yeah. really like the the ones that have like the slasher vibe. I mean, they're B type movies, 
yeah. you know, the one uh, against Las Momias, the Guanajuato, the one against Las Mujeres Vampiro, you know, that, yes. you know, I really fe started falling in love with this genre. And then when I was a teenager, I watched a lot of the slashers, uh, you know, from, you know, from John Carpenter and Wes Craven. And I really like that because horror movies have you tense all the time, where yeah. slashers are funny, quirky, but they also scare you. So I feel it's more like a, a roller coaster ride that it's, you know, it's has its scary moments, but also it's fun moments. Yeah, that's um, true. You know, and this, it's a fun movie. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's, we did it, you know, the writer and my producing partner, uh, she's also Latina. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we always grew up watching these slashers, but we never saw ourselves represented on the big screen. So uh, we we saw an opportunity there to to, you know, to tell our stories. And, you know, and also from the from this uh, storytelling aspect of it, mm -hmm. you can see that a lot of movies that are out there that try to um, embed our culture you can automatically say, yeah. see that it was done with a Google search. They don't yeah. really, <laughs> yeah. you know, they, they, they have the really the, the experience behind them. Yeah. Um, and the knowledge of, you know, that's why it's so important to have people behind the screen, uh, you know, diversity behind and in front of the screen. Exactly. Because you're going to get different perspectives. Exactly. It's more authentic. Like you said, it's not like something like you got, you Googled on the internet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so uh, that's interesting. And um, you mentioned like El Santo films and all that because I, I grew up watching like 80s like slashers, like you said. Um, is there any like um, favorite like Mexican movie directors that like stand out to you? Like um, that well, you, I mean, you know, I you mean, get inspired by? I mean, obviously the my, my, my favorite Mexican director would be Guillermo del Toro. I mean, I think yeah. his, his imagination is incredible. Uh, and and what he's done with 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 the genre yeah um of monsters and mm -hmm. i mean i went to see his exhibit when he was here in la and he's it's, it's he's, he's a brilliant mind um yeah. he's also like a very humble really cool person so so you know so that you know he's 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 my favorite uh of the mexican right now cool cool um and then you did i was watching another interview of yours um where you mentioned that you uh, entered like the the film festival like circuit right to try to get your promote your film and everything like how did um how did that go and um, how did you get into like the festivals and all that? So we submitted the movie to a lot of festivals and we, the first one that we got into was the Guadalajara International Film Festival here in LA. Okay. So we actually, because we weren't completely done with the movie, we still needed to do color. We ended okay. up, um, showcasing in 2017 in November, the movie, but without color correction. Uh, and people really liked it. So then we ended up finishing the movie in 2018 and we went to more festivals all of 2018. Okay. Um, and then we were going to release the movie in 2019, but the financing for the, uh, for the distribution fell through. Yeah. And then I was able to get it, uh, for 20 for 2020. And then we were going to go out in more screens and then the pandemic hit. So oh, okay. <laughs> we had to, we were then just going to go on VOD. Mm -hmm. But then the opportunity, you know, presented itself to go into theaters again. And we decided to do that. Yeah. Um, and we're going to go back into theaters this weekend, uh, October 23rd for the Halloween. Oh, okay, cool. Is it going to be just like in, because um, I know it was like drive-through theaters, right? Was it, is it going to be drive-through again or is it, or is it actually going to be like the physical theaters? No, it's going to be hard talks. Yeah, physical theaters. We, oh, okay. we are in, uh, for example, we're in Santicos in San Antonio. We are in a 
Malco theaters and Marcus theaters in, in various parts of the country. Um, and, you know, like in the Chicago area, we are in, yeah. a, in a lot of places. In California, uh, the closest to LA is Corona. Okay. Uh, we're also going to be in all the Maya cinemas that are open right now, which is in Las Vegas, uh, Bakersfield, Delano, uh, Pittsburgh. Um, so, so yeah, so we're very excited because also the movie, we dubbed it into Spanish. So, um, oh, cool. <laughs> so the, the audience, uh, so, and we're sending the movie to the theaters in both languages so they can decide to program it in, in English or Spanish according to their audience. Oh, that's pretty uh, dope. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, and then, um, so like I said, Murder in the Woods, um, that's the film we're, we're discussing um, for people tuning in. Um, and this is, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, it's the first like all Latino uh, cast in a horror film. Is that correct? Well, yeah, I mean, it's the first All-American slasher with a full yeah. Latino and people of color cast. Um, yeah. The only one that is not Latino, but he's also, you know, minority and diversity. Yeah. Uh, Cade, Cade Wise, he plays Jewel. He's from Algeria. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, you know, so we're the first uh, slasher. Uh, like American. See, yeah. yeah. In English, American, yeah. uh, where you can see Latinos and people of color playing lead roles, you know, throughout the movie, uh, having arcs, uh, yeah. not just playing, you know, having a couple of lines here and there, uh, you know, like that, you know, if you remember the slashers, you know, from Wes Craven and, you know, like I scream and I was you last summer, you know, they always had like one, you know, uh, minority <laughs> person of color there, yeah. right and it was the first one that got killed yeah um so now in in this movie you don't know who's gonna get killed first because you know they're all brown <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's what i liked about it too it was like it wasn't like um your stereotypical either um like you know like like la, la chola or el cholo or where they know it's by in hollywood so i thought that was cool because it was characters that actually i could like relate to or like i have friends that i can i'll be like okay that that's like my one of my friends so I thought that was uh, that was really cool how you guys did that. Um, and you mentioned that um, I think it's Yelena de Leon who uh -huh. wrote the um, the film. Um, how did uh, how did that get inspired? Was it because I, I believe you said something that was inspired like on a on a, a real story or something like that? Well, no. We so what happened was so we were doing a, a project prior to this together based on the true story of a domestic violence survivor. Okay. Um, and then but we needed a bigger budget for it. So as I was pitching to investors. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and it's also the movie is all finance and the distribution by all Latinos as well. So okay. it's also an example when Latinos stick together, we can make amazing things. Yeah, um, I agree. Instead of like not sort of, you know, hating on each other, like yeah. actually sticking and helping each other. <laughs> um, so so then uh, the investors were like, well, how, you know, we have this much money. What can you do with this? And they said, and then I told them, you know, I have a horror script which I didn't at the time, but Yelena and I had already <laughs> spoken about, you know, our love for the slasher genre. Yeah. And so I called her up and like, Hey, we have to do a horror script. So we literally got together in a coffee shop out of like, you know, it sounds cliche, but yeah. <laughs> we did that. And then on a napkin, we, you know, we, we started writing that outlining the, what the story is going to be. Um, you know, our, our resources, putting our resources together. She's an actress uh, as well. So she okay. had worked before with Chelsea, which she introduced to me. And I, I, a lot of the shorts that I did while I was in school, Chelsea's part of. Oh, okay. um, so that's how we ended up uh, developing it. And then, you know, then we, we ended up shooting it in February of 20, 2015. So it's okay. been, you know, almost a six year, you know, journey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, most, most, most films, independent films, you know, take, take a long time Yeah. Um, to do just because again, there's a lot of uh, even though now it's a lot easier, you have a lot of more tools 
your mm -hmm. fingertips. You know, like I ended up, you know, so we had an editor, Ryan, edit the movie, but then, you know, we, we didn't have a lot more money left, so I had to take it over. So I ended up, I finished the editing process. Uh, a lot of the VFX shots I did, um, and then Phil, uh, one of my classmates at USC helped me with the other ones. So, you know, so it's, uh, it's it, you know, you have, it's a, it's a big collaboration. That's where I, you know, if you see the credits at the end, the thank you list is huge. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So pretty much kind of like the story um, got inspired by domestic violence and then it kind of morphed into this film, correct? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, because we, we were, we were, we were working on that world. Mm -hmm. So when, you know, when Yelena and I talked about it, you know, we wanted to, to shine a little bit uh, of that light into it without, you know, so, you know, that's a bit of the backstory about this, you know, okay. characters here. I mean, I don't know if we want spoilers or no spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you want to share um, uh, for people. But yeah, I mean, I think I think we'll do another one later. We'll have more spoilers because the movie's still yeah. fresh. Exactly. Know, again, our, our marketing budget is not huge. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of people don't know about this movie yet. So exactly. That's why we need people to like spread the word. Uh, write reviews. Reviews are very important in like Rotten Tomatoes and all those uh, um, like independent blogs and stuff like independent that. Independent right? blogs yeah. and, and and also the big ones though. Yeah, um, exactly. I mean, yeah. we've gotten huge support from independent bloggers like you. Yeah. And 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 that's amazing because that's you know that's you know we don't have money but we have people right. So exactly. That's the power that we have is the. Uh, just like to making the movie, it was a huge collaboration. Also, the spreading the word about the movie has been a huge collaboration. From, yeah. You know, bloggers like like uh, like you guys because um, it's hard. It takes a lot of mm -hmm. money and a lot of uh, push to get into the mainstream media. Uh, That's true. Like Rotten Tomatoes and, and and Fandango and and all that. So yeah. Um, so that's why you know we we just have to push and utilize the resources that we have. Yeah, exactly. And then you have obviously like one of the like a big star, Danny Trejo. So I was going to ask you about that as well. Like um, like you mentioned, that the cast is um, phenomenal. You have like Ch Chelsea Rendon um, from Vida, which I love that show. Um, Jeanette Samano, Jose Julian, which was in A Better Life. And then um, Kate Wise, you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, Katarina or Catherine Toribio, which was Toribio. I think, right? Who, who was in the Paranormal uh, Marked Ones. I forgot she was on that yeah. one, Paranormal Activity. Yeah. And then... Uh, Jordan Diambrini, I hope I'm pronouncing his last name. Yeah, Diambrini, yeah. Um, so really dope cast, but obviously the, the one that stands out is Danny Trejo. How did that come about? Since we were developing the story, um, when we were thinking about Sheriff Lorenzo, we, Yelena and I said, it has to be Danny Trejo. Yeah. Like <laughs> we, that's the only role that we didn't hold any auditions or any anything. We just said we had to be him. So as soon as we... Uh, said that you know we started the the journey in the search of yeah. you know <laughs> to get to know him who's his manager who, you know who's his his his, his agent and all that stuff so mm -hmm. we ended up um, ended up going to a party where he was going to be present and I you know I met his assistant uh, his right his uh, you know his right his right hand which is mm -hmm. uh, Michael and he he was really helpful and then he introduced me to uh, Gloria who's his his agent and then mm -hmm. you know we started uh the talks about it but um you know we were like three days away like a, I think we were like four or five days away of needing him mm -hmm. and we still didn't have him I mean the offer was out and everything but you know he's a very busy man when yeah he's not shooting a movie he's you know at the time he was starting um 
his taco business and mm-hmm. all that. So he was busy. Okay. And uh, so Yelena ended up running into him okay. and in, a, in, in a restaurant and talked to him. He's like, hey, you got the offer and everything. He's like, oh, yeah, when do you guys need me? And yeah. ended up, you know, and then he ended up, uh, you know, becoming a part of the of the show. So we're very thankful for his, you know, for, for supporting. I mean, he's been an yeah. awesome uh, like I said, it's a, it's a low budget movie. If I tell you that, it's kind of like yeah. think of me like Robert Rodriguez in a way. Yeah. Um, you know, he's one of my inspirations as yeah. well. You know, when he when he made El Mariachi, you know, he just had an idea. He grabbed his camera and his friends and his crew and just shot it, got it done. So yeah. that was the the idea. You know, that was the drive behind this movie. Yeah. Um, so for me, he's also one of my uh, inspirations as well. So, yeah. So that's that's how we got you know Danny involved and 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 then you know he was great to have him on set he's such a veteran yeah um and you know he's he's always a springboard uh he's 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 awesome at being a springboard springboard for new talent um in you know in front of the camera and behind the camera he's super supportive of Latinos yeah uh, and, and not only Latinos you know other 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 directors and, mm-hmm. and, and actors you know because yeah. he you know, I don't know if you've seen his documentary uh, in May number one, but uh, mm-hmm. he has a, a lot of information about him. I already knew, but I'm so mm-hmm. happy that it's out there in yeah. his documentary. And, you know, it's like what he said is like everything good that has happened to me is because uh, a good deed that I did. Right. Mm-hmm. So whenever he went to help a friend, he ended up meeting somebody that got him, got him an opportunity and things like that. So yeah. he's a very thank, you know, he's very thankful yeah and so he's all about paying it forward that's good yeah like it looks like he's willing to work with uh like people that are not well known to give him an opportunity right so that's that's pretty cool that he uh he decided to be part of this project um and then this this movie uh, like you said it's like a slasher it's kind of like a it's fun so it has its funny moments obviously serious as well but um it, it reminded me a little bit. It took me back a little bit to like Friday the Thirteenth a little bit, uh, yeah. but also like the like the Mexican slashers, you know, like I don't know if you remember like Cementerio del Terror and Cemetery del Terror, uh, yeah, right, and Trampa Infernal and all that stuff. So it kind of brought me that vibe, which was cool because um, I grew up watching those films as a kid. Um, what what movie? Did, is there any specific movies that maybe inspired a little bit of this film or or anything like that? I mean, I think uh, you know, el, I think the most it would be. Um, like scream from it was I, I we took it more from the slasher genre from like uh, Wes Craven and, okay. and 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 John Carpenter just because okay we wanted to make it you know again more of a Hollywood movie uh-huh. that happened to have uh, Latinos right so yeah so so we we you can see a lot of like some of the Shining you know mm-hmm. uh, from Kubrick uh, you see some of uh, Scream. Yeah. I know which last summer, uh, the Hills Have Eyes, yeah. um, Gothica, you know, some, some were, you know, some things were inspired by those movies. Um, and then some from Las Mujeres Vampiro, I think. Okay. So that's, you know, that's where I kind of wanted to, to ground it. Yeah. And, and again, the, the, usually when you're making movies, um, you know, of, 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 of genre films, especially you always, you know, your goal is to, you know, how do you challenge the genre? What what is different about this movie? Exactly. You know, and the way we challenged the genre was with the casting. Yeah. So that's it's never been done before. 
the story, you know, the story, you know, it's a familiar slasher story in many ways. However, we do have some twists and turns that people don't expect, exactly. uh, which also, you know, makes it, uh, makes it original. But mm -hmm. our biggest challenge to the genre was making something where Latinos would have a, and people of color would have a, a chance to shine yeah. and have, you know, full, complete arcs yeah. in, in the story, uh, have depth and get to know them. Like I said, in most, you know, movies, we don't get to know them. They have like a couple of lines here, a couple of lines there, or they're in the hood, they are cholos, or, mm -hmm. you know, they're, you know, they just, they just cross the border. So very stereotypical. So we yeah. wanted to shine completely away from that and make it real, right? Yeah. So like the scene with Nana and the and the Altar de Muertos and all that, I mean, that's real. I mean, that's exactly. our culture. We grew up with that. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the stories, the Chupacabras, the Tupuy, La Llorona, like, yeah, we, you know, that's the stories that your parents or your uh, grandparents tell you to scare you so you don't do bad things. Right. It's like, oh, exactly. if you go <laughs> out after 10 p.m., La Llorona is going to come and get you. And you're like, oh, yeah. my God. You know, so, <laughs> so that's uh, that's the, you know, that's what we wanted to 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 organically embed into this yeah. movie without hitting you in the head. Yeah, I definitely got that from the from the characters like um it, uh, one thing like when I did my review was that I noticed that uh even though they were like uh, interpreted as like Mexican actors I believe uh or Mexican Americans um none of them actually really spoke Spanish like here and there I think you got like a couple Spanish lines but most of them were like kind of Chicanos you know which was kind of yeah. cool right even the prayer scene where they start doing the prayer and I thought it was gonna do like Padre Nuestro in Spanish but they ended up doing it in English so I yeah. thought that was interesting. No, because it's like like Jose Julian says in that scene, you're like, I don't know, you know, it's in Spanish. Yeah. Right. It's like a lot a lot of people assume just because you're Latino, yeah, um, you're gonna speak you're gonna speak English. I mean you're gonna speak Spanish. Spanish. And, yeah. and, and and it's 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 not true. I mean a lot of a lot of the um, people that migrated here, mm -hmm. first of all, there were a, I mean, like there's some people that have been in the US for generations. There's Latinos that have been here for generations and yeah. they didn't move here. The, the, the border went down, right? So, yeah. <laughs> right? The, when, you know, California used to be part of Mexico and Arizona yes. and Colorado, right? So mm -hmm. there's, I met people here in California that they've been here for, you know, their family's been here for centuries and the border moved, right? So they're still Latinos. Yeah. Uh, they have Latino culture. Some speak Spanish, some don't. There's others that their parents migrated here. And because, you know, the parents, you know, felt the racism against, you know, the, you know, they, they, they felt, they made made fun of because they had an accent. Yeah. They made fun of because they spoke a different language. So they decided not to teach their kids Spanish. That's right? true. Because they they're like, I don't want my kid to to have the same you know the same experience and everything experience that I have. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So I think that, and that's another part that is real about the movie. Right. It's like mm -hmm. I don't you know it's like they they're American. Yeah. They just happen to have a certain background, but. You exactly. know, like Jose Julian said it. It's like, you know, I don't know. It's in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I'm living it right now with my, you know, my nieces. My my brother um, has three kids. Yeah. And, you know, he lives in Virginia and he married an American girl. And, you know, so the kids are like, you know, when they were little, they were learning Spanish. But then they're like, I don't want to learn Spanish. Like, you know, people make fun of me. And, you know, yeah. they start like shying away from it. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's even though you, you want to push you know the, the other language on them a lot of times they, they're not receptive so yeah, that's true yeah so that's why the reality of it yeah exactly so um and then uh this this movie obviously uh horror slasher did you want to continue doing that that genre that type of uh horror movies or did you want to move into something else eventually 
as a director. Well, I think, I mean, again, one of my biggest inspirations is Spielberg, and I think he's been able to touch every genre. Yeah. Right. So, so that's my goal. Is just as long as there's good stories, uh, things that I want to experiment. I love experimenting with new things. That's what I love about this industry is, is you don't get bored because it's it's not like a the same thing over and over again. Everything you know, everything you meet different people. Every project, you know, you you work with different cinematographers. So you're always meeting new people. You're always building relationships. Or yeah. you're always putting various minds together to create something. So yeah, I do love shooting slashers because they're a lot of fun like it's so funny because they're scary but when you're on set you're just laughing yeah because <laughs> you know all the tricks right <laughs> yeah but also like you know like again especially especially when you're like, like uh, low budget you um you know you only have like a two shirts that you can get dirty yeah. right? so you have to get it in that shot yeah the blood's gonna splatter or whatever right or or the blood was supposed to go to the right and you know and, you know to one side and went to the other and you know so everybody starts laughing and, and things like that so yeah um or you're there and all of a sudden danny trejo starts saying some crazy line after yeah. we say cut yeah. right and he just starts like you know so it's 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 it's, it's fun it's yeah it's, there are a lot of fun to shoot and i think most scary movies are actually fun to shoot because especially if there's a lot of practical effects yeah that's where you know a lot of things can go wrong uh especially on the low budget side so so I think I think I do want to continue. There's another movie that I'm uh, pitching right now uh, mm -hmm. that happens in New Orleans. Uh, it's also a diverse cast. Okay. Um, but this time, you know, uh, we included everybody: uh, Latinos, African Americans, you know, white, uh, Asians. Like I wanted to make uh, we wanted to make a story that embodied every every connected every every race, every background yeah. uh, into a story. Um, and it's cool because it's inspired by um, the Hellfire Club, which was a kind of like a underground, um, underground, uh, you know, kind of like the Illuminati, you know, oh, okay. like underground, like a cult, like a like a cult, yeah. Okay. And they, you know, they did a lot of, you know, bad things to the slaves back back in the, oh, back okay. in the day. So so you know so we're it's, so that's the, the the other project that I'm uh, started to. To pitch right now oh that's interesting and do you want to continue to do that like because I, I noticed um you want to do continue to like break barriers in like hollywood which is interesting um do you want to like is that what you want to be known for a little bit in your as a director well not i mean that's my goal just to mm -hmm. give opportunities into however no i mean i just want to make good stuff i want to make i want to be known because i can you know direct i can produce i can you know entertain yeah uh, However, if while I'm doing that, I'm able to to give opportunity to other Latinos and people of color, yeah. right, diversity, because there's a lot of there's a lot of great talent, and not only Latinos, you know, African Americans, Asians. I mean, exactly. I'm, I'm actually half Middle Eastern. Okay. Uh, my grandparents were born in Bethlehem, and they migrated to Mexico, so okay. I'm half Mexican, half Middle Eastern, you know, at uh -huh. the blood level. Yeah. Um, but uh, so again, it's 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 there's a lot of talent and. And also behind the camera, because again, we have different experiences. We have so we give different perspectives to yeah. the way we tell a story. That again, that cannot be replicated with a Google search. Exactly, um, and um, you obviously worked on this project with Jel uh, with Jelena. Um, you went to school with her. How did you um, guys meet? And do you guys uh, still want to collaborate in future projects and stuff like that? So yeah, so we met. Um, she, I was already at USC, and she was a new. She was first semester, 
And usually when you're shooting projects, mm -hmm. um, the people, the students that have more time are the first semester level ones because uh, they're first semester, so they're getting, and they want to get hands-on experience from like uh, more experienced uh, classmates, right? Because we've been there longer. So I was going out, we were shooting a, a short film, uh, an advanced project. Uh, there was a, it was, it, it, it took place in the Holocaust in Romania. Okay. Uh, so we needed to recreate Romania in LA, uh, 1940s. <laughs> so we needed a lot of hands and a lot of help. So I was, that's how we met. I was, uh, I went to a mixer and I was, you know, recruiting, um, you know, first, first semester students to work on this movie. And that's how we met and we started talking. Uh, we were one of the only few Latinos okay. at the time um, in the program, in the master's program. So that's how uh, relationship started. And then the domestic violence idea, um, I met the, uh, the, the relative of the, of the domestic violence survivor that wanted to mm -hmm. tell her story. So I thought of her because, you know, we, uh, I knew she also had friends that had been in that world of domestic violence. So we were able to, we have direct, direct connection to people that have been through that world. So to okay. give it that authenticity. So that's how we started collaborating. And then the, the opportunity in the woods came about. So we did that. And then, yeah. you know, and then we're just waiting for, for hopefully the movie, you know, uh, picks up and people want a sequel and something, yeah. you know, so, you know, so that, you know, that's what we're, you know, waiting for that hopefully uh, we can work and get again on that together. Okay. And um, for the, for the film, um, who did like the makeup effects and stuff like that? Was it um, just you guys and stuff like that or? No. So we had an amazing uh, team of, of VFX artists that helped us out. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I help with some of this stuff because I love, uh, um, I love, a lot of the props that we use, like the axe and uh, <laughs> and the blood, was from uh, uh, a short film that that I produced, a, a zombie uh, that, uh, short that I produced when I was at USC for one of my classmates. Okay. And um, so, uh, uh, <laughs> body parts and things like that. So I think, um, but then we had an awesome team. Yeah. That I was, you know, able to help us because we were. Um, I usually like to be more hands on because again, I love using my hands and I, growing up, I used to make my own makeup for Halloween and get the bullet holes and this, yeah. the prosthetics <laughs> and all that. Yeah. Um, and so when I was, when I was producing that short, I met uh, a guy from Mexico that worked for a, for a prop house here that they did all the body parts. They did the blood. He had his own formula for blood that is clean. It actually washes off. Oh, wow. uh, so it was really cool. So. Mm -hmm. I was able to utilize the experience that I got at USC, um, in the, in, and then I ended up directing another uh, horror one um, as well, another short. Uh, it's called Looking for Protection, okay. and uh, so 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 you know it was also like a slasher fun, uh, making fun of, of, of the genre yeah. uh, and, 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 and the and the how do you call it the the you know, the stereotypes and archetypes that, that yeah. the genre has, it. Not, not stereotypes, the archetypes that the genre has itself. So, yeah, so it was a lot of fun. Uh, um, looking for protection, we, we ended in, you know, we never enter into festivals. We never, uh, because it was right after I finished that movie, that short, you know, the opportunity for Murder in the Woods came about. So we got really busy with that. Yeah. Uh, but that's something that I keep thinking about, you know, putting that out there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a funny movie because we're yeah. not supposed to 
uh, part of the exercise of the class is that it couldn't be any dialogue. Oh, okay. So, so it's, all, <laughs> it's all silent. <laughs> not, yeah, I mean, you have you have the sound effects and everything, but not, yeah. but not dialogue. People so. talking. Okay. That's pretty interesting. Um, and what are, like, your top, like, for you, your top favorite, like, five horror movies for you? Ooh, top five. I mean, I love The Shining. I mean, I think that's uh, The Shining. I, I really enjoy that movie. Um, uh, I don't know if you ever saw El Orfanato. Yes. Uh -huh, yeah, I remember that one. That was creepy. <laughs> I, I love, like, The Orphanage. Uh, you know, the they had awesome twists and turns that you were not expecting. Yeah. Um, I have to say, from, like, the more slashery gore, I would say The Hills Have Eyes. I really enjoy that movie. And obviously the classics, I mean, Halloween, mm -hmm. um, you know, I saw a screen at USC with, um, uh, with John Carpenter and, you know, it was just amazing. Cool. He, he actually went to USC and he told us how he made the movie. And, um, actually his classmate was there, the one that played, um, uh, um, uh, oh my God. Um, was it Jamie Lee Curtis? Oh, was it Jamie no, Lee Curtis or no? Not Jamie Lee Curtis. No, no, the, the, the play, the, um, uh, Michael. Oh, okay, mask. okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was a lot of fun to, you know, to to, to meet him and. That's pretty and cool. I would, and also, I mean, and then, I I would say I, a lot of the Santo movies, you know, Las Mujeres Vampiro, Las Momias. I think those yeah, are my two favorite. Um, and I would say, you know, I love. I don't know if it's really a horror movie. I mean, it's more fantasy, but uh, Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, um, I think that's, I, I, I really enjoy that movie. So I think those are my, I would say, top. Uh, and then on the slashers, I mean, I just love Scream and I know what to do last summer. Yeah. It, it just brings so much great memories. Yeah. Because, you know, it was a teenager, you know, that's a, you know, you would bring girls on dates to see that move, those yeah. movies. And you, you know, you. so I, I think that for me was the, what uh, also, so it's because they bring good memories. You know, yeah. link them to good to good experiences. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and I, like I said, Murder in the Woods has like that vein from you can tell that um, you are a fan of those movies because this kind of touched on it a little bit. Like you said, it gives you like scream vibes and stuff like that. Um, and then kind of moving on a little bit uh, away from the movie a little bit, I like to ask this question to my guests. Um, do you believe in like the supernatural and have you ever had any experiences and any that you want to share? Yeah, no, I do believe in supernatural. I mean, I do believe, uh, uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm not sensitive to mm -hmm. it. However, yeah. I know people that are very sensitive to it. Um, yeah. I have like, an example. So when I was in New Orleans, uh, when I was in Louisiana, I was there as an exchange student. That, and that's where I finished high school. Mm -hmm. um, in a, it's right outside New Orleans called Slidell, Slidell, Louisiana. Okay. So one of the one of the um, my host father uh one of the families i stayed there his his ex-wife was super sensitive so we actually went into a haunted tour into new orleans because new orleans have awesome haunted tours because uh, it has a lot of haunted places yeah uh, because of the fires that were you know burned half the city down so a lot of people died and animals and it's insane so we go to this haunted tour with her Mm -hmm. And so what they do in the tour is like before the guide tells you anything about it, 
he has you like you know close your eyes relax and like see if you can feel any energy anything yeah <laughs> and she would just start screaming and she would t before even the guy told you the story mm -hmm. he would tell you the story oh wow she's like i feel fire people are burning and there's a horse and and then the guy was like <laughs> like he's like yeah this is what happened you know blah, blah. and I, I was just like boom yeah you know, but i didn't feel anything so i do believe in it uh, yeah it's just i'm not sensitive to it yeah that's interesting that's interesting um and then before we get out of here I usually um like asking this question to my guests um what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind either um in your um creative arena or in on a personal level wow that's a great that's actually a great question um you know I'm, my goal is to tell stories to entertain but also to uh comment either with this movie as as you know uh give an opportunity to diversity um and to other voices and, and to actors you know to yeah to, to express themselves um you know but also like true stories like i said the domestic violence movie that we're working on or this one about the, the hellfire club so i think the legacy that I would like to leave is, 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 you know, that I inspire uh, change, right? That yeah. by storytelling, I can inspire change. And, and because my goal was to make documentaries while I was at USC, mm -hmm. or I saw the documentaries are usually watched by people already seeking change. So I was like, mm -hmm. how can I, you know, how can I, ha um, how can I, get interest in people that are not seeking the change, right? They're not watching documentaries. So how can we embed those things in, in, in a narrative, right? So they're entertained. Mm -hmm. um, for example, for me, one of the big movies that does that is uh, Blood Diamond. Oh yeah. Um, so it's not about, it's not, it's not about the diamonds. It's not about, it's about a, a son. It's about a father trying to find his son who's been kidnapped by the militia, right? So it's about, yeah. that, you know, what, how far a father is going to go to save his child, right? So that's what the story is about. However, the world that is embedded in is in the in the blood diamond world. So I get to learn something that I didn't know, right? So exactly. I think um, that's why that's what the type of stories. So that's what I want to be known by somebody that created, you know, stories where people uh, that promoted change in one way or another. Okay, cool. That's that's really cool. Um, and then again, thank you again for joining us before we get out of here. Um, you want to let everybody know where they can stream, um, and then, uh, yeah. the, the movie and all that. So if you go to murder in the woods, movie.com, that's where you're going to see all the links to, uh, the theaters that we're going to be showcasing, uh, next Friday, we start next Friday. We're going to be hopefully, uh, a minimum of two weeks. Most of the theaters gave us a two week commitment. Um, so we're going to be at least two weeks. Uh, so that way we're on the 23rd and then the, then the following weekend, which is the weekend of Halloween, but on our website, mm -hmm. you can also have, you also have the links of, uh, to the streaming sites, which is where, you know, Amazon, Voodoo, Fandango, Google play, iTunes, Lidoscope, um, Microsoft and Xbox. And also we're on the cable boxes on, on in demand. So we are on, you know, spectrum. We are on, 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 on Xfinity of Comcast. So we're pretty much everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah. But if you go to our website, murderinthewoodsmovie.com, you'll, you'll have links to our social media, to 
all the links to where you can buy it now uh, or you can uh, rent it and also where you can buy tickets to go see it in the big screen because a movie like this has to be seen in the big screen because horror is all about sound yeah right so it's all you know about the experience and other people you know getting scared it's like comedy i mean yeah like yeah you gotta watch it with other people exactly Uh, so I think, you know, that's why, you know, we're going back into the to, to the big screen because uh, it's a different experience. Any movie that you watch at home, uh, even if you have a great, you know, sound system, it's not the same as going to the movies. I'm a big believer in the movie theaters. Yeah, same uh, here. <laughs> just because, you know, you, you, you really disconnect from the world and mm-hmm. you can really immerse yourself in the story. Exactly. So that's what, I, what I enjoy about them. Yeah, I agree. Uh, even the people like that you're like surrounded by again, because it's like strangers and you're all coming together to watch this film. So it makes exactly. like, the experience better. Um, exactly. <laughs> well, thank you again, Luis, for sitting here with me. Um, I wish you a lot of success. Uh, I mean, it's doing good so far from what I've seen, like, great reviews and everything. Um, hopefully, maybe I can interview you again when you drop another film. Yeah, definitely. Um, so thank you again for your time and have thank a you, good Gary, weekend. For having me. You too. Have a good weekend. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.